0: W-T-L. It's time! W-T-L. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W-T-L. And welcome back, everybody, to W-T-L. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first. And only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy D. and joined by... Jabron. <laughs> <laughs> the Parley Pounder. You got it. You got it. We're back. Mm. We're back. And we got to start with NFL football Always. Thursday night on Prime. Always. And we're also going to get into some of those player props. <clears throat> and a- Yeah. Player prop parlay.
1: Let's do it. We have to.
0: My gosh, say that three times fast. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. Yeah, I'm not going to try, yeah, nope. try that. Can't role. do it. Can't We're, do it. We want to get started off on the right foot, not yep. the wrong foot. Yep. So, yep. Yep. so let's talk about this. 7:15 kickoff on Prime. Yeah, you got to be streaming. You got everyone's a streamer now. Everybody streaming Peacock, Prime, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah, they kind of had Husker fans uh, by the short hairs they last did. week there they with um, people peacock. go out there and make sure that you're still not subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> One more subscription. Yeah, if you did the free trial you <laughs> Uh, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. So yeah, yeah, get off of that. But you know what happened? <laughs> then they're like, "Oh, the office is on here. Well, Parks and Rec." Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. Maybe I will spend another five ninety nine a month or whatever it is. That's how they get you folks. That's how they get you. All right. Well, getting back into the here and now, the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals are traveling to Baltimore, 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 to take on the Ravens. Ravens doing a lot better that are exceeding expectations as far yeah. as most, uh, sitting at seven and three right now. This game's going to be in Baltimore, and they are a three and a half-point favorite that over, under, I'm looking at a 46.
1: Yeah, Andy, I'm just excited for a good matchup on Thursday night. And we're not talking Bears-Panther good matchup just because they're (laughs) competitive competitive (laughs) teams against each other. These are two really good teams in the AFC. Obviously, AFC North rivals, Andy. This is going to be an interesting division game just because both the Bengals and Ravens are coming off games that they held big leads and then they just blew it. So uh, which team can get off the canvas? Uh, I believe the bottom line is this is a massive game during standings, and I like the points in this aspect. I really think it's going to be a really good game, and we're getting a hook on the top of the field goal. Uh, I think give me the Bengals because they need it it in a big way to win this game.
0: I'll tell you what, and the Bengals have been covering for the last five they've covered, and they've also beaten Baltimore. Four of the last five games straight up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, And you know, Baltimore's had their number over the seasons. Yeah. But as of late, Joe Burrow and company, they kind of got them figured out.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do, Andy. And like you said, yeah, four of the last five or four of the last six coming in and beating them. So I, I really like Joe Burrow in this spot. Uh, not saying the Ravens can't put it on him, but I really believe this comes down to a field goal, even if the
0: Ravens win. It's yeah, just yeah. by that three. How many times these classic um, AFC North games does come down to a field goal? Whether the teams are good, It's bad. what it is. Cleveland even just has like made a history of just losing by a field goal. Yep, you that's know. all they do. <laughs> <laughs> especially to AFC North teams. Now it is time for a Husker shout out here. Yes. Cam Taylor Britt is among the NFL leaders in interceptions takeaways. He is tied for third right now with 4 picks. Wow. Uh and and he's balling out. He makes Sport Center it seems like every Sunday night. It's awesome. He's, you know? Yeah, he's emerging as one of the best corners in the league like we we've always
1: known that. Right. Obviously Cam Taylor Britt played really good for the Huskers. Yep. Uh the past, you know, when he was a when he was a Husker. but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun to watch that guy Play and uh, hopefully he does it again tomorrow night. And he's more—he's
0: more than just a cover guy. Uh, he also has 45 total tackles wow. to go along with that. And most of those, a lot of those guys that you know are ball hawks are known for interceptions. They don't get mixed up, right? You know, uh, their noses aren't too tough or whatever. That's not the case with Cam Taylor Britt. So good to see some uh, former Huskers doing well in the league for sure, Andy. And if I—if I may, just uh, a little sprinkle on top of this
1: one, Andy. Obviously, right. it sounds like I'm going with the Bengals, but I got a touchdown Anytime touchdown score with Mark Andrews right here at a plus 145. I just believe that he's one of the best tight ends in the league, and they look to him in the red zone. I believe on a Thursday night game, short week, they're going to be looking for that tight end in the red zone at plus 145. You
0: can't beat that odd. So I really like that player prop for this game. Okay, I can buy into that one. I I like that one a lot. And, you know, Andrews obviously was a top-tier fantasy pick For for that reason, and Lamar loves going to his tight ends. Yep. Like you said, they, they can run the ball and they can do the bootleg thing up and down the field, but then when it gets into the red zone, yeah. tightens up, got to find that tight end, right? I believe it's going to happen on Thursday night. All right, Hardy got a player prop Let's do for it. y'all. All right, how about a couple more? AFC yeah. North teams both sitting at six and three. The Steelers, you you just can't count them out. You, you just cannot can't count, count them out. out the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a high noon kickoff on Sunday. This will be CBS. Pittsburgh heading on over to Cleveland. But the Browns, depending on where you're looking, which book you're looking at, they're yeah. a point and a half or a one point favorite. And my goodness, <laughs> the, the total is moving down. Yeah, it's already down to thirty-two. Yeah, I know, Andy. And like I was
1: gonna tell people before this air <laughs> to go under thirty-six and a half. It's you know because it was up in the up yeah, in the yeah. air about this stuff. But Deshaun Watson out for the season. It's still great. Yeah. Cra- it's crazy to me that the Browns are still favored in this game. It should not uh. be the reason. If you getting a point for Pittsburgh, just take it because Pittsburgh is going to run away with this one. What? Well, uh, it's bel- in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. This guy has never started a game before. I don't even know his name. Philip Walker? No, it's not him. It's they, a- they're going <laughs> with the rookie. Oh no! Uh, so oh, no, it, it's it's just it's it's just a bad luck for the Cleveland Browns. Kind of seems like they're packing it in for the year, going for a top pick. Uh, I believe the Steelers roll in this one. So uh, yeah, give me give me the Steelers by a million, but under 32 Andy you got to think that they can uh, s- drum up some points uh but, but I- I- if the browns aren't helping them it's really hard to even bet that. So yeah, I, yeah, I am staying away from that. I'll probably sidestep that. Yeah, but uh, give me the Steelers in every single way, especially in this division rival. The Steelers always come out on uh, top.
0: Yeah, and to your point, Steelers have been covering. They haven't just been winning. They've been covering four out of the last five games. They have covered, and the under has smacked six of Pittsburgh's last. Seven games. And Jeez. I would not be surprised if the same happens here. So I'm thinking if I had to, I would look at the under, but I hate that how low that is. Yeah. No, you it's... know how games can get at the end of a half, at the end of a game where they're just trading touchdowns. No doubt. Uh no nah, keep me away from that. Um but I, yeah,
1: yeah. Dorian Thompson Robinson is the starter for the Cleveland Browns. Well, a triple name guy. Triple name guy. You never know. <laughs> But it's not a triple name like RG3. It's a Dorian Thompson <laughs> Robinson. So go as uh, far as you want with that guy. I believe it's kind of a punt for the Browns. I believe yeah. they're packing it in. And this is the wrong time to do it against the Steelers, which seem to be a little surging right now. They are ascending. And especially yep. against this wavering Cleveland Browns team.
0: Watt and company, they are healthy and they are looking to wreck the store. They are. All right, let's talk about another noon kickoff game. I know one that you're going to be highly yes. interested in. You're going to be there, right?
1: I am going to Green Bay, Lambeau. Wisconsin on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. First
0: time I've in Lambeau. It's going to be sweet. Noon kickoff on Fox. The L.A. Chargers, of all teams, are going to have to go up to Green Bay, where the Packers, the Packers, eh? They yeah. are a three-point favorite. That total is set at 44. I'm seeing across the board.
1: Yeah, Andy, and... He, and
0: it's crazy. I
1: think I'm gonna go with the home team here. I, I just believe the Chargers Three. are playing so bad, their coach is so bad.
0: He is bad. He,
1: like I, I just believe that they're like trying to <laughs> put him bad. in situations that to fire him, and then they just. Keep like crawling out of it and winning some games. Yeah, if they, they're really talented. They are one of the most talented teams in the in the league. They've been saying that for the last four years about how they are Super Bowl contenders. uh, You know, should compete with the Chiefs. Uh, You just, but you just don't see it. Obviously, Justin Herbert, highly talented person, Uh, most passing yards for through his first uh, whatever (laughs) games, just surpassed Peyton Manning in that aspect. Yep, Uh, but. I just like the Packers at home, especially if you're getting points. The Packers, kind of this, you know, grungy team right now that just kind of survive, 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 and then kind of get you at the end there. So I
0: I do like the Packers in this matchup. The Packers haven't survived much. They're only three and six, right? So they're only one game worse than the Chargers, and it is kind of curious that I mean, Chargers haven't had much uh, success ever, yeah, in Green Bay, and maybe it's not the coldest, you you know, game that they're going to have to play. But it's a heck of a lot closer than L.A. Yeah, no, or colder than L.A. I,
1: I just I. I still think I like the Packers defense enough to think that they'll cover in this game, is all I'm saying. So I, I just, I like the Packers. Yeah. I'm probably home in a little bit because I'm going to be decked out in my Amon Green stuff. But it's uh, <laughs> another Husker shot. out. I, I like the Green Bay Packers to cover in this game.
0: All time leading rusher of the Packers yep. is Amon Green, number yep. 30. What about that total at 44?
1: Well, if I'm going to hit on my first bet, Andy, it has to be under 44 because the Packers <laughs> have, the, the Packers. Hasn't scored more than twenty points in seven straight games, so yeah. it needs to keep this one low. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if I'm going to hit that, the under has to hit,
0: and the under has hit six <clears throat> of the last seven Chargers games right. as well. So that that is looking like an under type of play there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you just need you just need Green Bay to win out right here. Yeah, you know that's I, I all. Believe that's, that's all what's going so. to happen. So uh, well, I mean you're getting points, but yeah. Now do you got a player prop? I do got player to, prop parlay. Player prop parlay. I do got oh. a player prop parlay, and it's about none of the games
1: we just talked about. So these uh-huh. are fresh new ones. I got over 37.5 yards for Jameer Gibbs. He's the Detroit Lions running yes. back against the Chicago Bears. Oh, easy. They, are still, yeah. they are still undervaluing this guy at the book. Yeah. Only 37.5 yards. This guy scored three touchdowns last week. Yep. He's going to run all over the Bears this weekend. That's an over. I got mm-hmm. over... rushing and receiving yards for CMC, Christian McCaffrey, 49ers against the Buccaneers. You know he's almost going to get 100 rushing himself. You you add receiving in there, he's skyrocketing over 100. And then to round it out, I got Tyreek Hill rushing plus receiving yards at 93.5 over the (laughs) Raiders. This guy is going for 100-plus On the Raiders. So you put all those three together, put 25 bucks on it, you're getting back 165
0: You heard the horn, so we timed that one perfectly. We timed it great. We were up against it, but I guess not. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, 93 yards. Yep. Is it in Kansas City? It's uh, in Miami where he plays. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Gee whiz. Yes, it is in Miami. Miami. uh, But that's what I was getting at. Is it going to be warm weather? And yeah, it's going to be. All three of
1: these guys are at home. All three of these guys are hidden. So give me Mm. them all. All three. Jameer Gibbs, Christian McCaffrey, and Tyreek Hill. The cheetah. I like it. Putting 25 on it to do what? 165.
0: Woo! Ooh, kind of like that. You cannot beat that value, people. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying their fall pumpkin ale, known as Wick for Brains, crafted with real pumpkins, giving it a rich amber flavor, not found in many other seasonal pumpkin ales. Nebraska Brewing Company, world-class in every glass. Don't go anywhere, this is WTL. And welcome back everybody to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first. And only sports betting show. I'm your host, and D joined by Jabron oh, the <laughs> Pounder. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And we gotta get back into some college yeah. football Let's right here right now, don't we? Yeah. Now this is mind-boggling to me because we have the number sixteenth ranked team in the nation yep. scoring off with the number 19th team in the nation. <laughs> They're both sitting at seven and three. Yeah. And it's not on ESPN. It's nope. not on FS1. It's not on ABC. It's on the Pac-12 network yeah. at 130. <laughs> wow. This the Utah Utes taking on the Arizona Wildcats, yeah. the Cats are a slim one-point favorite. That total is at a 44-and-a-half. Yeah, Andy, and it's crazy
1: that Arizona actually came into this game as a point-and-a-half underdog when this line came out. Right. But the over-under has stayed the same as uh, as it is at 44-and-a-half, Andy. Uh, Man, I have backed Utah time and time and again mm-hmm. over over the years, just because they're extremely well coached and don't beat themselves usually. And they're, yep. you know, they're they're solid
0: defensively for the Pac-12. Oh yeah, you I know, just saw uh, Jonah Ellis. Yeah, uh, almost leads the nation in sacks with 12 on Exa- the season. Exactly. I mean, they got like, some playmakers. The, the, they're
1: solid enough for the Pac-12, and that's yeah. like
0: saying that you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I won't even say yeah. what that's like. Yeah, but yeah, 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 however, it, I just feel like. Arizona's the hotter team here, Andy. At home <laughs> Me too. Uh, I, I just I just like Arizona. They have won four straight games overall and the defense has come along and the offense yeah. is still a top thirty unit. Uh Arizona has three wins over uh ranked teams in the last month, Andy, mm-hmm. so the proof is in the pudding with Arizona. I believe they've wanted this shot against Utah yeah. for a while now
0: uh, to be in that upper echelon of yeah. the Pac-12. I believe they don't waste this shot and get a win at home. I'm all over Arizona, too. I love what the Wildcats are doing right now. They don't only win, like you mentioned there, they cover, they've cover. they covered five of the last six games. Home away, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, another thing that just kind of lends itself to why a conference dissolves and goes away. We talked about how this isn't even going to be on a national broadcast. Right, not even it's, on TV. It's, on, it's on their conference channel or whatever yeah. uh, this is, um, <clears throat> Arizona is sitting there, ranked for the first time with a big profile game here. Right, and they're having to do a promo to try and fill. It's not even a sellout. Right, the, they're they're giving tickets away right now to season <sighs> ticket holders to try and fill up the stadium. Say, bring a friend. Wow, it's seven and three. It's seven and three <laughs> playing another nationally ranked team. That that's pretty sad. Uh, uh, so, sorry,
1: going out to the Wildcats.
0: Yep. I'm all over Arizona here, though. Um, I think not only are they going to cover that, and I think the line movement makes sense in this one. Yeah, for sure. Give me the cats. What do you think of that total, though? Really not much movement there. No,
1: not much movement, and I just think that's because everybody's expecting points in this game. Mm -hmm. 45's a pretty good shot. At what it's going to be. I, I like this game to go over just because hmm. uh, these two teams can score. So I, I, if I had to lean away, I would lean on the over.
0: Yeah, Arizona, uh, their passing game has been real good all season, sure. about 275 per game. They also run the ball pretty good, yeah. over 150 yards rushing per for, game. For the Pac-12, that's pretty dang good. I think it's, yeah. And, and you know, we're taking a lot of stabs at them. That's good football anyway. It is. Uh, it you is. know It's just kind of fun to take stabs at them, and they're going to be going away in a year anyway, yeah. so get them while you can. You can't hurt their feelings. They're not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing so many funny memes and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah, just piling on right now. So. Yep. All right, let's Move on to a two thirty kickoff. Yeah. This is in the SEC. This game is going to be on CBS. Yeah, big time. Whew, number one, Georgia Bulldogs heading on over to Neyland Stadium to take on still ranked the yeah. Tennessee Volunteers. They're ranked twenty first in the nation. They are a ten point. Dog. A wow. ten point dog
1: to the dogs. To the dogs. At home. Yeah, Andy. Uh, obviously Georgia has been a buzzsaw for much of this season. Uh they haven't been covering. They they, they don't cover, but it's a you know, it's their team is top ten in both offense and Total offense and total defense. Yeah. So they just do it all. Uh, however, like you said, Georgia is just four and six against the spread yeah. this season, and three and five against the spread in its last eight games. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, the valves, the Vols, uh, weren't inspiring against Missouri last week. Uh, no. Nope. But let's not just overlook this team, especially at home. This is the first time in two years Tennessee has a double digit underdog. I think, give me the points in this one, the Tennessee Volunteers haven't lost at home in two years either. So <laughs> I I like them to cover this 10 points. I know it's risky going against the number 1 team in the nation.
0: Gibran, you ignorant schmuck. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm not scared of Tennessee yeah. whatsoever. Missouri gave us the blueprint on how to dismantle them. They dismantled them. Georgia's going to take that tenfold. Probably. Uh, and also, Georgia has... Kind Of mastered the art of this 15 game season that they've been playing a lot lately. <laughs> um, and, and I just read this crazy stat, I, I, I should have wrote it down. Um, those games that they haven't been covering, yeah, and they haven't covered like four of the last five road games, right? They've also been 18 and a half point favorites in those, yeah, games. so they're, they're st- crazy spreads. They can win by three scores and still not cover right on the road, they're crazy so, spreads. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a fool's gold there, but 10 points. Give me Georgia rolling. Yeah. They're not going to overlook Tennessee. They, got, they shouldn't. They got some time to um, some time off here to work with. They're going to be fresh. I think they're just going to. I think they're going to come to town and smash. Yeah, Georgia has won each of its last twenty seven games yeah. in college football. Yeah.
1: and Georgia has also covered the spread in each of its last four games against Tennessee. So it's kind of stacking against me. I just think the Tennessee can bounce mm-hmm. back a little bit from that dismal Missouri thing uh, last I, week.
0: I've heard a lot of reasons and there's a lot of people on on, on your wagon here yeah. saying, uh, give me the Vols and give me the points. What about that total at 58? Ooh, that is a lot of points to get to, especially if the Vols want to
1: <laughs> be mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, yeah, I would have to go under on this, but I
0: know it's probably stacked against me that it's not going to. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Georgia has been going over a lot lately. For sure. They've been hitting that over. Uh, But in this game, I do think Tennessee's defense can hang in there enough. Uh, And both these teams, aren't they going to want to establish the run? I I believe so, Ian. I think that is what the
1: name of the game is for both of these uh, teams. So I believe the over is a little inflated right here, so I would take a stab with the under. Probably won't bet it, but if I had to lean away, it would be that way.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll I'll go a little with that. I mean, I'm just saying a lean. Mm, Just a lean. Just a lean. (laughs) (laughs) But 58, that's a lot of points. Should we head on over to the Big 12? Let's do it. Uh, 6 o'clock kickoff yeah. on FS1, the 23rd ranked K-State Wildcats, a couple of Wildcats this segment, uh, head on over to uh, Lawrence, Kansas to yeah. take on KU, yeah, the yeah, Jayhawks, yeah, yeah. and the Jayhawks are an 8-point dog, I mean we are talking about them so much earlier in the season, right. uh, they got things rolling, everyone's loving on their coach, and here they are, an eight-point dog to their in-state rival at home. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's been pretty quiet about K-State this year mm-hmm. and pretty loud about
1: KU. Right. Uh, the thing with KU is they just came off a frustrating and humbling loss to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Yes. And on the other side, the Wildcats are coming off a great performance versus Baylor, bagging 450 total yards, 270 <laughs> of those, Whoa. through the air in 22 touchdowns. I mean, Granted, the third down conversion rate for the K-State was only 4 for 12, but defensively, Kansas State posted four takeaways and held the Bears just
0: a 4 of 17 on third down. What's going on with this point spread? Because it opened up at a minus 3 Kansas State. Yeah. Now it's all the way. I'm seeing a lot of 8s on the board yeah, here. Yeah, it, it is a lot of 8s, but
1: it, it's, it's just that everybody has lost total faith in the Can- Kansas Jayhawks, and I can't say that I blame them, but for an in-state rival game, NKU over a touchdown I believe this is too much I believe this is too much I believe KU can keep this close Enough to cover that 8 point spread So I am rolling with the Jayhawks To at least keep it within a touchdown Jabron
0: After that Tennessee Mishap you totally redeemed there yourself right here, right now. <laughs> uh, total overreaction with that public money pouring yeah. in uh, on uh, Kansas State there. You're exactly right. You framed it up perfectly, talking about how Kansas State looked good a week ago. Yeah. and And Kansas looked terrible they did. a week ago. But this is a night game. This is at home. This is an in-state rivalry. This is one of those games where even if uh, Kansas State's ranked in the top ten, you know, like sometimes they are. Exactly. Yeah. It's still close. Even if. Uh, Kansas State
1: was eight and two right here, and Kansas was two and whatever mm-hmm. uh, six. Right, this is still going to be a were. close game. This is how it works with yeah, these yeah. two teams. I suspect Kansas is going to bounce back on this one. However, I think K State is good enough to win this game. Right, Kansas is good enough to hang around and cover if they play well, especially on defense.
0: No, I think the sports books had it about right where they opened up with the three. three point line. No doubt, yep, I thought that was really good. Um, but then just so much money came pouring in. On the Wildcats, they had to adjust, and they just keep on adjusting. They did uh, not too long ago, and I think you can still get a couple of seven and a half points uh, out there. But I'm seeing a lot of eights in, in many different sports books across the land. What about this total? A typical Big 12 right 56 yeah. and a half yeah this this is tough andy <laughs> this is very tough because
1: again if i want kansas to cover this spread i uh-huh. believe it has to be a little bit of a lower scoring game and they got to keep kansas state in check especially with scoring touchdowns so i would have to lean with the under on this andy mm. i believe it gets to 45 I don't believe it gets all the way up to uh, 56.5, like we're saying.
0: Yeah, you're, you're doubling down on the Jayhawks here, yeah. and that, that might be a little dangerous. A it couple is. uh score predictors I'm looking at here is has Kansas State around 34, 33, right. and, K- and Kansas around 29 or 30. Yeah. I mean, so they're saying over 60. Uh,
1: yes, they are, Andy. I'm just saying I believe if, if Kansas State gets to that realm of scoring, if they sniff 35 to 40 points, The Kansas will not cover this game. Kansas State will run away with this if they're getting five touchdowns. So I believe Kansas is going to keep these guys in check with the touchdowns. All right, fifty six is fifty six and a half is a little bit too much points for me, especially if I want to hit my Kansas bet.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Hey, don't you're not shying away from it. I'm not. You're you're leaning right into it. Okay. All right. All right. yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit StockandRod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host Ian D. Klass, and joined by Jabron, oh. <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. Mm. And we're gonna stay in the college ranks here, aren't we? Let's we- do We all stay with some CFB, some NCAA football. Yeah. Let's start with the Big Ten. A big uh, scoring game. A big scoring game here. Yeah. Oh boy. We got the five and five fighting eye. <clears throat> head on over to Iowa City. Take on the Iowa Hawkeyes at Kennick Stadium. Yes, it's a very, very low total at 30 and a half, but the Hawkeyes are a three-point favorite. Yeah. I mean
1: way to look at this one, I guess, is that Illinois. The Illini are finding ways to win games lately, which is pretty surprising, but they don't do anything particularly special, kind of just like every other team in the Big Ten West. West. (laughs) Uh, They're 93rd in scoring offense, Andy, the Illini are, and it's just not ideal when coming up against an Iowa defense that's 8th in total defense and 3rd in scoring defense in the nation. Yeah,
0: uh, just pulled this up. Uh, ben Stevens, he's a good follow yeah. um, uh, on Twitter. Iowa is the only team in the Big Ten West that has less than five overall losses, yep. less than four conference losses, <laughs> a positive point differential, it's sitting at point seventeen in conference play, <laughs> yeah. and has reached bowl eligibility. They are 5-2 and two in the conference, and they're 8-2 and two overall for right. everything that we say about the Hawkeyes. Yep. They pull it off. They somehow they win. They are. It's just that can they really cover a three-point spread? When I mean, we've seen some doozies. Yeah, this year some real doozies. Uh, one that you know sticks out in your mind is
1: you know obviously the game they lost against Minnesota. You know, fair catch or not, they still lost. <laughs> right. Um, and then like we were saying before we got on here, Andy, the Rutgers game last week in Iowa yeah. was just. Ugly. Yeah. You yeah. can't get in a more ugly game and then, you know, what people say back to me is, Well, did you watch Maryland, Nebraska? I did. At hey. least people can score in that game. It's right. just uh yeah, I don't know which way to lean here, but if I had to pick a way, Andy, I do believe that Illinois is only going to lose this game by three points. So I would Mm. probably hop on Illinois, maybe buy a half a point and uh, go with the three and a half. But I I, I do like Illinois to keep this game close just because Iowa can't score.
0: You know, it's been bet down. This line opened up at four and a half. It's been bet, sure. down, bet down to three. I think that if you could have got in on that early line there, you yeah, know, on no Monday or Tuesday, that might have been the safer play if you wanted to get in on Illinois. For sure. And that's why the books have reacted uh, the, the way they have here. Yeah. Boy, that's really slim, and it just feels like, yeah, Iowa by a field goal, right? I it, mean, that's It just has to be. And that. Both teams are going to be satisfied with that as yeah. far as that style of play, that type of scoring, uh, which brings me to that <laughs> over-under at 30 and yeah half. Oh, my God. I I mean, they keep going lower each week, right. and they keep going
1: under. Each of <laughs> Iowa's know. last five games against non-AP-ranked teams have gone under the total points. And these lines have been 32, 33, yeah. 29. All, all of it low, low, low. So, it had... I mean, I do believe this is going under, Andy. I believe it's going <laughs> yeah. under. I just don't believe either one of these offenses yeah. can put up 15 points.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you're just thinking like fourteen to twelve type of a game. I'm thinking ten yeah. to seven here. Ten to seven. 10 to 7 <laughs> Iowa could be could be seven to four. You know, could be seven to four. You know, Illinois passes the ball just enough. They their average yeah. over 200 yards per game. That's more than doubles what Iowa does through the air. No doubt. Uh, so their offense can turn it on, but I just don't think they will turn it on against Iowa. Not, not against not, this defense. Yeah, not very many teams have. No, so. a lot of teams have. Like you said, you know the guy has over eighteen hundred yards passing, yep.
1: thirteen touchdowns, but he also has ten interceptions. Ugh. And I would have to guess the Hawkeyes are going to get another one against him. So I believe that this is just a low-scoring event. Yeah. Uh, you know, Iowa squeaks out of here with a three-point win. So, All right.
0: Yep. Hey, let's move on out west. Yeah. Now this is a high-profile game. I I can't wait for this one. This is going to be a six thirty kickoff on ABC. Number five in the land, the Washington Huskies. They're sitting at ten and zero. Yeah. But they're heading to Corvallis, the Riser Stadium, to take on the Oregon State Beavers. And by the way, the Beavers are eight and two. Right. And they're still ranked as a top ten team in the nation, and they're favored here by two and a half. Yeah, Andy, I don't. I don't
1: like that they're favorite, Andy, but I get why they are. I like them favorite. Yeah. The one thing I have to get out of the way right away. We were just talking about some dismal teams that can't score the points. Give me the over. 63.5 oh, points. 63.5 points. Easy money. <laughs> so I'm going wrong. big on the over here, Andy. Oh. It's really hard to split, you know, here as Washington <laughs> is still in the mix for the playoffs, but. Uh, I, I just love. I just love both of these offenses. I think it's going to be a shootout back and forth. Washington's yeah. defense very, very penetrable for the Oregon State Beavers. Right. I believe this is going over. Penix Jr. is, go, you know, he's going to still uh, jack his stats up. I believe that this is going to be a high scoring affair. Maybe both teams over forty here, Andy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pennix leads the nation in. in uh, Penix Jr. leads the nation in passing yards. Yeah. At, 3,533 yards right now. Uh, Also has a a leading receiver, Rome Duns. He's he's done put up over 1,000 yards (laughs) uh, on the season. Uh, But I'll tell you what, both of these teams have great running backs and a great rushing attack. And I feel that that's where they're going to want to in a game like this, a top 10 matchup uh, at Oregon State at night I think Washington's going. They're going. Penix Junior is going to get his. He has to. He's a Heisman hopeful. He's a, a one of the front runners. I know right now the latest line. He was slightly behind Bo, Bo Nix. Guess yep. what? He already beat Bo Nix. He already did that. So oh. he has the trump card on him. Yes. Yes. So just well, win. Yep. Just win. Just win. Um, and, and that's where the focus is going to be for Washington. Not uh, going crazy and scoring touchdowns. I, I see a pass for this under. Um, I mean, obviously they could get that over pretty easily, too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought you might be looking at the under with me, out because I almost feel like that's one of the best bets here, knowing how good their rushing attack is and what type of game this is. Just
1: the only reason I'm going this way, Andy, this uh, Washington pass attack can shred this Oregon State through the air. Oregon State has been susceptible to that through the air. They're pretty good against the run as far as the Pac-12 goes. And, uh, you know, not so much against the air. On the flip side, Oregon State's offense is consistently good across the board and Washington's defense has been inconsistent as well. That's why I just believe that it's so high, but I believe both teams are going to be at least 35 points each, maybe pushing
0: 40. DJ (laughs) (laughs) Oogalala. He has found a home at. Oregon State. You no see doubt. that guy bounce back after a rough COVID in Clemson. He wasn't that bad in Clemson either. Just, for sure not. You know, uh, expectations were through the roof. So he's getting things done though in Oregon State. And here's the stat I was looking for. Yeah. The total has gone under five of the last six times these two teams have squared yep. up. It's just kind of the the track record between these two. It is, it is, Andy. But I believe if Washington needs to be
1: in contention for the national championship, yep. they need this game yep. and Penix Jr. to win this Heisman. I believe there's still a really good push for him to win this Heisman, and it, they have to win this Saturday. They have to win this Saturday, and it has to be convincing for them, for the committee, yep. to take them seriously. In the college football playoff, so hey. I like both of those things, and I think both of it happens for the Huskies.
0: The the book agreed with you because this line opened up with the Huskies being a two and a half point favorite. Yeah. Now they're a two a two and a half point dog on the road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you can it all makes sense. People like the Beavers at home, and yeah. that
1: is a good bet. Obviously, yeah. I just think that Washington has too much going for them. Yeah. The, I just do believe across the board they're the best team in the Pac-12 with the best player. Best player wins Gimme Panics Jr. in the over. Alright, well we talked about a high-profile game. Let's go even
0: higher. Higher! A game that you're going to be at. Yes! Right oh, the Big Red. And I'm talking about the Huskers. Yes. Are traveling out to Madison, Wisconsin, Camp Randall Stadium. Kind of a different stadium, but yeah, a fun yeah. stadium. Both teams sitting at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Right now, Wisconsin sitting at a 4.5 point favorite. Uh, not much moving on the line here. Yeah. Uh, so you haven't seen a lot of money pouring, but I'm seeing a lot of four and a halves. Uh so just a little bit of Nebraska money has come in to bring that down to a four and a half. Yeah, Andy. This is
1: just this is just a rough one for both teams looking at this yeah. game. Uh Wisconsin coming off a horrid loss Ugly. against Northwestern. Kind of getting their butt spanked by Northwestern, maybe yeah. the worst team in the Big Ten. Yep. Uh, you know, couldn't keep their defense off the field. It was just you Wisconsin
0: know, doesn't cover either. They've only
1: Covered two of the last six games. Exactly. The, The defense allowed Northwestern to go 11 of 17 on third downs. That makes three straight lodges for the Badgers, scoring 14 or fewer in each game. We're flipping that, Andy. As for Nebraska, they coughed up the ball five turnovers in Maryland. This was the <laughs> I was game. There. <laughs> this was the game to get to bowl eligibility. Yeah. This was our best chance. Uh like we said, it was just heartbreaking to see all three of those quarterbacks come in and all three make mistakes. None bigger than Purdy at the end of the oh. game uh in the red zone, but the way you got to look at this, Andy, is a—it's kind of a fresh start for the yep. for the Nebraska Cornhuskers going out here. Probably starting Chuba Purdy in this yep. game. I don't think they're going to give Sims the nod. It just seems like every time he touches the ball, oh. something bad happens. So I Only do 25 of the time. Yeah, uh, uh, it <laughs> works 25 percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I do think this is a kind of a. Good look for the Huskers right here, getting uh, four and a half points on the road. It doesn't even sound right. Just because Wisconsin uh, can't put up points either. Wisconsin, like you said, has failed to cover the spread in each of its last six games against
0: non-AP ranked teams at Camp Randall Stadium. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to look uh, away from Wisconsin, but I'm telling you right now, uh, the number 2 Interception leader in the nation, Ricardo Holman, is a defensive back, yeah, for the Badgers. You got to be thinking he's licking his chops right now. <laughs> By the way, little Omaha shout out here, Nebraska boy, Xavier Watts yep. is the nation's leader up there at Notre Dame, uh, with seven picks. Yeah, always like to get those local guys, uh, no doubt, they're awesome. but I just think that uh, Wisconsin defense has got to be just licking their chops, seeing. I don't care who's the quarterback at this point. It's just, it is what it is. Is Nebraska going to have three turnovers or more, uh, four or less? I I mean, but they're going to turn the ball over. Yeah, no matter
1: what, but it's going to be a... run-happy offense for Nebraska. Has if we can establish that run, I think we have a good chance to at least cover in this game, Andy. Looking at that over-under at 37, Andy, uh-huh. I think I'm licking my chops at this. Okay. Each of Wisconsin's last five games at Camp Randall Stadium have gone under in the points. Yep. These two teams very much struggle at scoring points. Yep. 37's way too high for this game. As it gets closer to Saturday, I bet this gets to around 32. <laughs> uh, <just laughs> it's it, going to
0: move that much? In
1: line with that Iowa oh, game. So, man. Uh, Andy... I am going with a single game parlay here, Andy, Let's hear for it. the Cornhuskers. I'm still drinking the Kool Aid. Go. I got Nebraska money line. I got Nebraska over 15 and a half points, and I got Nebraska over one and a half touchdowns. You Boom. put that all together on DraftKings Sportsbook, plus 224. Give me that all day. <laughs> go Aww. big red. I'm going to be in the stands. It's gonna be awesome.
0: Go big, red. Hey, those are some numbers there I can get behind. Yeah. they're not too out <laughs> line. And you just gotta limit the turn. I'm not saying don't turn the ball over. Yep, I'm over limit. that. I'm over that. Just limit the turnovers, yep. and you can see a clear path there. And hey, bowl eligibility is on, on the, the line, line here for both the Huskers, and you know they want it. And yeah, maybe it is a nice little mm. brush of fresh air to, fresh air to, you know, get out, get away from home, yep. regroup, all those things. You heard the horn. That means we're up against it. But let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host. Andy Klassen joined by Jabran. Oh. <laughs> parlay of how You got it. Mm. And you do. You have a parlay play to close this for one For sure. A for sure hitter. We're going to stay right in the NFL. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a team that everybody wants to talk about yep, here. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Um, the San Francisco 49ers catching some points, some big time points here. Yep. And probably for good reason. This is a 3 o'clock kickoff on Fox, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got to travel across the nation to take on the 49ers and the Niners are catching 11.5 they're 11.5 point favorite I'm seeing 41.5 is your total yeah Andy, if I was a
1: Buccaneers fan I would like to see this under 10 uh, because that, that I think that's where the actual line should be, so if you're getting 12 points for the Buccaneers you might have to look at it just kind of like I that. So? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I like the 49ers to win this game, Andy, yeah. and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers haven't been good over the last month, and, you know, Baker's always good for a turnover or two, especially sure. under, yeah. uh, against a good defense like the 49ers. I'm just saying, 12 points is a lot of points in the NFL. It is. And uh, it is. this Buccaneers team, you know, for all its shortcomings, they're still... Very much in the hunt for the NFC South uh, yeah. title at four and five right now, only a game behind the New Orleans Saints. Uh, like we said, 49ers defense, one of the best football. This could get ugly. Uh, Niners probably all in all are gonna roll. I but, think
0: so. Yeah. I, I, I hate getting over ten points in the NFL. That's kind of a shaky deal. Yeah. Um but all the all those measurables and I mentioned it in the opening there. Uh, that travel, that's real. It, it
1: really is, and, Andy. And,
0: and this is a 3, 3.05 kickoff. Yep. You know, so it's not the noon game, it's not a night game or something wacky kind like that. Kind of one of those lull
1: games. Yeah, it's right there uh, in the
0: middle. And the 49ers have covered the spread in each of their last 14 yeah.
1: home games against NFC yeah. opponents. So uh, this is probably going to happen. Uh, this might get extended to 13.5 to 14 yeah. points by the time it kicks off on Sunday. Give me the Niners. Like I said in my, our opening thing, I do like that Christian McCaffrey— uh, rushing plus receiving yards at 104 and a half. I believe that's
0: an easy wrap for McCaffrey. He he's gonna go wild in this one. Uh, the over has smacked for the last six times these two teams have paired up. you see yeah. more of that? I, I do, Andy. I, yeah. I really do believe that the 49ers are trying to become that team. They've had a
1: couple bumps in the road. I believe yep. this is a very good opponent for them to just go click yeah. on all cylinders, especially with that new defense with Chase Young and Nick Bosa both yeah. coming after this quarterback. Yeah. I believe the defense might score a touchdown or two here. Uh, give me the over in this one. Hey,
0: Husker, shout out. Levante Davis Woo-hoo! still getting it done at linebacker for the Tampa yes, Bay. I saw here's one the uh, league leaders and tackles like he of always course. like he always of is but he's not going to be enough by himself No he's not I got San Francisco win I got Fritz San Francisco to cover I got the total going over No doubt that's what we all are All right so we move on to Sunday night Yes
1: this is a very intriguing one
0: This this really is um we're going to be out in Denver, and yeah. the Broncos have won back to back to back games. They're the yep. hottest team in the NFL. They are. <laughs> all it takes is a lot of penalties and some bonehead plays by Josh <laughs> Allen to just get you there. A little yes. nudge. Yes. And the Broncos are four and five for all the jokes uh, that we're kind of throwing on here. And yeah. the Vikings are six and four. Woo! And Dobbs. Uh, he's been resurrected, good as advertised. Yeah, I guess. Well, and he wasn't advertised at all, so he's yeah. better than nothing. And yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. way better than that. This line is at a stalemate. It hasn't moved at all. It opened at two and a half, and it's staying at two yeah. and a half. Denver is your home favorite.
1: Yeah, um, I, you could go either way on this one, Andy. You but could. I do believe that I like the Minnesota Vikings here, Andy. The Dob story is great. That's what you just said. Makes mm-hmm. them worth a look as the underdog in this one. Yeah, with right. That wave of momentum under this, mm-hmm. you know, fresh leg quarterback, like you said, yep. Denver has kind of got lucky in a few different lucky. ways.
0: Do you see that game? I did. I watched the whole <laughs> oh thing, God.
1: and I had some money on the bill, so I was not happy with it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I just believe that they're they're the most balanced team here. The Vikings yeah. is what I'm saying. The Broncos also at home. Uh, it's quietly a tough place to play, but Meh. they don't get up as much as they did you know, with 2015 yeah. when they are rolling. I, I just believe Minnesota is kind of rolling high right here, and uh, I just don't think the Denver Broncos yeah. are still good enough to score as many points as the Vikings are going to put out here. So if I'm getting points with the Minnesota Vikings, I'm going with it.
0: All those things uh, do come to an end as far as kind of beating the system. Yeah. There's a lot of numbers and everything that's involved, and Denver's been doing that. That was about the wackiest way you could have won a game. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, against Buffalo, no we doubt. saw there on Monday night. And that's another thing. Short week, turn around, and you're running into, you know, a team that's kind of found new life here in the exactly. Vikings. Very well-coached team, very good defense, and they're going to come after Russ. Yeah, like, you're, for sure. You're talking about the balance there. Uh, Daniel Hunter, Yeah. Leads the league in sacks for the Vikings with 11. That's above Miles Garrett. That's above T.J. Watt. That's (laughs) above Max Crosby. Yep, All these guys. He's got 11. He leads the league right now for the Vikings. So I think he's going to be giving uh, uh, Russell Wilson fits back there big time. For sure. And if you're kind of
1: leaning each way on this, Andy, just buy a point. For the Minnesota Vikings and get it at plus three and a half because that yeah. is gonna that's a lock. Uh, plus three and a half is a lock for the Minnesota get Vikings. If the Broncos are going to win this game, it's yeah. going to be by three points. I still don't believe they're going to do it. I like the Minnesota Vikings money line, but if you're scared about
0: it, take plus three and a half. I'm telling you what, the Vikings have covered their last five games, no doubt. Five and zero ATS the last are. five, and nobody's talking about it. We're talking about We're it. We're talking that's about it. Where's them. the line? Let's do it. We're talking about Monday night. I love it. <laughs> Best game of the year. Uh, I mean, this is what the Swifties have been waiting for, right? Yes, it has. <laughs> Hometown uh, versus boyfriend. Um, boyfriend's brother. We're talking about the Kelsey Bowl 2.0. The yep. Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Kansas City. Yep. And this is going to be a great one. The Eagles are 8-1. and one. Kansas City Chiefs are 7-2. and two. They're also your 2.5-point favorite. And, of course, everyone knows... Uh, Taylor Swift is dating uh you know the tight Travis end Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, that one guy. Uh <laughs> that one uh, guy <laughs> for the G yep.
1: that totals at forty-five. Yeah, Andy. I mean, yeah, every, the whole thing's about Travis Kelsey, but Jason Kelsey was just in the running for People's Magazine's sexiest man alive. Wow. So I They're I mean, both just smashing the pop smashing culture it. thing. Yeah, they're okay. just killing it. Um Andy, being serious about it here. I think I'm going to take a stab with the Eagles here. Really? I just think they're they're just mm. a little bit better than the Chiefs at this point. Okay. Obviously, you got to love the Chiefs at Arrowhead, but yeah. I just believe there's a lot of pent-up energy from the Eagles think from so. that Super Bowl loss. I believe it's ah. going to be kind of a knockout drag out here, Andy.
0: Right. And I like the Eagles playmakers as of right now to beat Ooh. the Chiefs. I, I do like their receivers, and uh, their, what it, it, what what isn't there to like about Jalen Hurts?
1: Yeah, exactly. In that tush push, it, it comes within yeah. two yards. You know they're getting it. I just think they're the more gritty team at this point. Yeah. Obviously, Mahomes can do everything anybody can do on the planet with a football. So it, it, this okay. is going to be one of the funnest games to watch. But I'm going to take a stab. With the Eagles getting some points.
0: You know, you're not out on a limb there. And uh, you're talking about uh, ground and pound and all those things. Yeah. The physicality of the Eagles. Um, They also have the second leading receiver in the league right now. For sure. The guy's a a monster. A.J. Brown is a monster and he already has over 1,000 yards receiving. He only trails uh, Tyreek Hill, a guy that we talked about a little bit a moment ago in (laughs) in a player parlay. Yeah. Um, And and I do like the balance of of what the Eagles have. Um, I just. It's home. it's 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 arrowhead. This just feels like a game that the chiefs get up for. Yeah. you know, we, we we we, you know hate how the chiefs. Won't cover. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll, they'll be a ridiculous 11 and 12-point favorite yeah, yeah, week in yeah. and week out. They'll win. They'll win by seven, but win yeah, by eight. Yeah, win by seven, win by eight, win by three. But they don't cover yeah. as consistently as you'd think. And that's because it's a little unfair. That line gets pumped up. Yeah. So much money comes in on them. I think right here at two and a half, I think the— I think they can win by a field goal or yeah. more. It just feels to me like one of those games where the Chiefs, are like, hey, we need to remind everybody, yeah, we we need to remind everybody what's going on here in Kansas City. No,
1: I, I I get where you're coming at, Andy. Just on the other side of the ball, the Eagles have scored 28 or more points in three straight games since Ooh. their you know uh lot their loss to the Jets mm-hmm. and really pissed them off. <laughs> I I, I, yeah. I really don't believe that uh, the Chiefs have had that moment yet, yeah. and they kind of root for that kind of motivation, you know, losing to the Bills, losing to the Bengals in the regular season to get on that track. Uh So I believe this might be the game that they come out a little flat. at Kansas City, they just went 3 of 10 on third downs and only 16 first downs and nine penalties over their win... Uh, they don't the always Dolphins look clean. in Germany. Yeah. Mm. So I, I believe that they're going to have to be a lot sharper against this top echelon of the NFL, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. So we're, I think we're splitting on this one, but both
0: saying this is going to be one of the best games of the year. Yeah, we're definitely splitting, but it's going to be a lot of fun. That total is at 45, and if I was reading all that right, you're saying over. I'm saying over. Hey, we agree on that. Let's go. We agree on that. Over, so, over, over, over. I knew if we just kept, you know, let's talk about this and let's talk about that that line where we would we agree would, sooner yeah, or we would later get
1: somewhere together. All right, Mr. Parlay. Yeah. Pounder, you got to have a parlay play. I do, Andy, and I'm starting out with the Las Vegas Raiders Miami Dolphins over 44 points. The Miami Dolphins are going to run these guys out of yeah, the building, yeah. probably yep. put 50 points up themselves. <laughs> over 44 <laughs> is a lock. Okay. Second one, I got Detroit Lions Minus six and a half against the Chicago Bears. Mm. The Lions are rolling, Mm. are going to beat these guys by a touchdown. Easy money. And then to round it out, it's a game that we just talked about. I'm buying the points for the Minnesota Vikings. Plus three and a half. I'm putting all three of those together. 25 bucks to win
0: 85. Mm, 25 to win 85. Nothing too far out of line there. Run down that one more time. I got. Raiders, Dolphins over forty-four. Detroit Lions by six and
1: a half mm-hmm. over the Bears, and then Minnesota Vikings plus three and a half against the Broncos. Like we said, twenty-five to win eighty-five. Yeah, I wish I could disagree with you
0: on the Bears, but the Lions look good. The, the Lions look, look good. good. All right. well that'll about do it for us this week. So be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri City Radio and their Facebook page. Uh, look us up on Twitter at podcast underscore WTL. Correct? That's what it is. Getting a lot of fun interactions there. We'll put out those short videos, getting a lot of views and and comments. That's always fun to see. It is. Uh, we're also on YouTube. That channel's been growing, expanding yes. faster. Well, maybe not faster than the universe, but right there. <laughs> yes, one subscribe, two subscribe. somewhere there. Yeah, smash that, smash your subscribe. Please. Button. And and you're handling all the tiktok duties
1: right get on there and search for wtl you'll find us uh give us a like give us a
0: subscribe please for those daily picks, look no further than jabron on the tiktok yes for jabron the parlay pounder i'm andy classen thank you for listening this has been wtl